Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre yeah. Podcast. My name is Mark. That voice is Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. We're also joined by Jackie. How's it going, Jackie? Hi. I ate too much food. Yeah, me too, but we're going to power through because the three of us do this every week, pretty much, where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime, except we can't anymore because we finished it all. And you can hear all of our old episodes in a weird order on iTunes or Spotify or whatever you listen to podcasts. And if you have a podcast app that doesn't have us, uh, tell me about it and I'll fix it. Uh, so this week we are going to be watching an anime that was picked by one of our Patreon supporters. We're going to be talking about Saga of Tanya the Evil, uh, which is quite the mouthful of a name. Um, before we get into the saga of Tanya... The evil. We need to first get into some tiny sagas in email messages. It's been so long since I've had to try and do this. We need to read some emails. These are messages sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You too can have your email read on the podcast if you only believe and try. What? Miles, why don't you read this email uh, from Kenny? This email is from Kenny, and the subject line is Isekai Time Part 4. Can't wait for you to pronounce all the names. Hey guys, or should I say Guten Tag? Ah yes, Isekai, my favorite sub-genre of anime. Some nerdy high schooler gets mauled by a truck or something and gets reborn in a colorful high fantasy RPG world with supernatural powers or as a magical slime, spider, or vending machine. Yes, those are all real. Normally, they strive to make the world a better place for themselves and their harem of cute girls by defeating a great evil. But what if, thought author Carlo Zen, instead of that cheap cash grab, my main character is a psychopathic human resources manager who gets revenge murdered and resurrected into fantasy World War I Germany because he didn't believe in God hard enough. Yeah, the plot is kind of insane, but I really enjoy the show. The music and visuals are great, the world is wonderfully bleak and awful, and the magic system is one of the coolest I've seen so far. I normally don't care for military anime, but it really brings out the humanity or inhumanity in the show's characters. Especially in later episodes, some of them really struggle with the awful things they've done. Well, except Tanya, of course. The show isn't called Tanya the Evil for nothing. Tanya is here to kill God not to care about the lives and feelings of her comrades. She manipulates and murders her way through the ranks and even tries to win a world war just because she's an angry Reddit atheist. <laughs> a while ago, Jackie asked for anime with crazy chicks. This one, this one is pretty crazy. And I'm absolutely here for it. Question, do you guys have a favorite evil or morally dubious protagonist in media? Okay then, sorry for the long email and don't let me stop you any longer from talking about the show. Have a good week, Kenny. Yes, I don't know why the studio decided to make Tanya and Serebriakov look like deranged frog people, while all other characters look completely normal, but I enjoy it nonetheless. Thanks, Kenny. Danke. Yeah, danke schön. Uh, do I have a favorite morally dubious... Or evil. <sighs> well... Well, what's evil, you know? Because I think I, there's... What? <laughs> Are you a pure relativist? 
I don't know what that means, but like, you're like, like murder is only bad if society says there's, so. There's villains that I like, or there's people that I like. They're they're not the good guys, you know. But are they evil? Maybe they're just misunderstood, or I don't, I don't know. Like Dio Brando, but he's not. He's not <laughs> yeah. the protagonist. Really. Well, Dio is, is evil. Is that the question here? Dio is evil, though. <laughs> Morally, dubious. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking. I don't about, think he like, did anything wrong. Oh, okay. Morally dubious protagonist. I'm trying to think of like because we've definitely seen animes like that, and I. Oh, does it have to be anime? No, I guess it's just media. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, but I'm blanking out. I'm looking at a list. Who, of... Who's a good anti-hero? Uh, maybe RoboCop, because he's a robot. And a cop, and so he's just a cog in the wheel, but he's trying to do the best he can. But he's a good guy. I see. Isn't he a good guy? Yeah, but all cops are bastards, Jack. Oh, that's true. He's Yeah, yeah okay. he just murders a bunch of guys who are just innocently making drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You don't need to do that. Two PS protagonist. Uh... Fuck. I feel like we've, we've seen an anime recently where there's a guy who's like kind of a piece of shit. There's a lot of evil people that I like, that I like in... in movies i think like if yeah. somebody's a good villain you know you know like how about jonathan wick snake Pliskin? no he's a hero oh snake Pliskin's good i don't know who, who that is escape from new york escape from la okay uh the v for vendetta man oh yeah v for vendetta man he's like a hero too but he is bad he wears a mask He's willing to kill, though. Yeah. I think honest looks at Batman are nice because you're kind of like, there's no way he's just a good guy. This vigilante guy. Vigilanteism is bad. I mean, sometimes they might do the right thing and you have to know how to play them as pawns. Vigilanteism is fine. He's just a cop. (laughs) He, he's, he's, yeah, he's the worst kind of cop who's just like, I know what's best. Mm. That's a guy who needs to have a lot of technology and violent impulse. But it's fun because he's not real. Just pay your taxes, Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Bullshit. He can't do that and still buy a fucking stealth car. (laughs) Um Yeah, I don't know what's up with the design of these characters either. They look fucking weird. Like the main character from Tanya. Yeah, she's like really skinny and her face is weird. It looks like one of those like old things you'd see on like Conan or another late night program where it's just like huge moving eyes and lips and like nothing else on the face. <laughs> uh, this next email is from Chad and the subject line is the story of the OP evil corporate atheist lowly of the Isekai World War One. Aloha JJB pod Ohana. Here are some voice connections from the saga of Tanya the evil. Main character Tanya de Gurishoff is voiced by Aoi Yuki, who doesn't have a direct JoJo connection, but voiced many characters in shows the pod has watched, like Madoka from Magical Madoka, mm. the cat-like fire user Tamaki Kotatsu from Fire Force, and the modern voice of the little alien Ten from Urusei Yatsura, the one that's in Japanese, not Koki, who was a guest Oh right, okay. on this podcast. The salary man that would be reborn as Tanya is voiced by Kosuke Toriyumi, who also voiced Part 5 Superstitious Joe Bro Guido Mista. Cigar-chomping Imperial Army General Kurt von Rudersdorf is voiced by Tesho Genda, who voiced the fake Captain Tennille. 
in Stardust Crusaders, who had Dark Blue Moon. Imperial Army Captain Elan? What do you think, Miles? Elan? Yes. Elan Schwarzkopf is voiced by Shinobu yeah. Matsumoto, who also voiced the family butler in part one of JoJo, and the owner of Morio's Centipede Shoes shop in part four, who gets killed by a sheer heart attack. Republican Lieutenant Augustine Hosman, uh, the second in command, most of his company gets wiped out by Tanya, is voiced by Take Tora, who also voiced part one Hamon Master Dyer, who had the thunder split kick. Uh, Imperial mad scientist engineer Adelheid von Schrugel is voiced by Nobuo Tobita, who voiced Straits. Oh, so it's got Dyer and Straits. Well, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. If you had to have a JoJo character over for Thanksgiving, who would be your first pick and who would be the last person you'd want to have over? I think you gotta have trendy Tony. I was gonna say making to- the sides. Outro. Tony Outro yeah, Sardi. Because he would cook. Yeah. He'd fix your whole family's like health problems. That's true. It'd be excellent. It'd be scary though. I wasn't even thinking about him. Be um, good. I was like, who would be a fun, like, c- good conversation? And so I thought maybe Joseph would be fun because I don't want somebody. I don't want like Iggy who's just gonna fart all over the place. Mm. I don't want Paul <laughs> Nareff who's just gonna like hit on everyone and like. Yeah also be gross I don't, maybe gross dad. i don't want like joe taro because he'd he'd just be too serious and just kill the vibe you know i think uh gross dad why would be bad oh would be bad he'd just be so depressing to look at yeah and he'd be invincible <laughs> you could not kill him you want beautiful people at your thanksgiving yes dinner. yeah correct we want all the ladies oh well you could we could have uh whoever the the who has the stand user cinderella to make Ayatsuji. everyone yeah she can make everybody mm-hmm. beautiful yeah, but then you wouldn't recognize your own family. It's fine. It'd be so scary. My family's already beautiful. <laughs> you could have Mr. <laughs> Mr. President over to you could get in his little turtle living room when you're too stuffed to move. Mm. And he could carry you upstairs. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I that is convenient. I like that. I, another one that would not be good, uh pet shop. Pet shop would not be good. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think Vanilla Ice would be bad because he'd go to the bathroom and he would just delete like a pillar of space in your house. Yeah. He'd <laughs> be like, great. I think most of them would be bad. A lot of them would not be good. <laughs> like we need to figure out who are the minor characters that have no powers. Yeah. Those w- like um, fucking uh, 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 Josuke's mom Smokey. could be invited. Oh yeah. Smokey yeah, yeah. could be yeah. invited. Anne from part three. Okay. Now she's probably a little brat. No, she's annoying. She's annoying. Well, that's it. I wouldn't have any of them over. Okay. Miles, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, having dinner. You doing a Friendsgiving thing? Uh, we have a friend over, yeah. Oh, nice. Are you going to Boston Market or are you making shit? Making shit? I mean, I personally am not making I, shit. I, it's becoming clear who has planned your Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it ain't you. Certainly not me. That's fine. I can relate. Um, we're doing, I think, two Thanksgivings, like we always do. Jackie's Whoa. family, my family. Um, they're going to be good, I think. Yeah. Nice. just have to not talk politics with my brother on my Thanksgiving. <laughs> but it'll be hard not to. 
It's going to be, there's a lot going on right now. There's a lot going on. And he works for the media. Yeah. <laughs> for the journal news media. The journalism. journal news. The journalism. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cool. All right. Enough current talk. Again, those were those were messages sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Uh, folks, before we get into Tanya, how evil she is and her saga, we also want to tell you that we have a Patreon. So if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and help us out for as little as $1 a month. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes deleted audio from the main podcast feed, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, where he tells you all about the music and movies that we reference on the podcast, or what he's vibing with week to week, uh, and anything else we feel like putting up there. For $3 a month, you get that same feed, but we will also thank you out loud by name on the podcast, which we'll do in just a moment, because I want to tell you that if you do one month at the $15 level, which you can just turn on and then off again, we will do a podcast on the anime of your choosing. So if you've been asking yourselves, what is Saga of Tanya the Evil and why did they pick it? This is why. It's because Kenny decided to throw money at us and said, cover the show that not a lot of people talk about. And we're doing it. And we think it's going to be a quality premium product enjoyed by all of our listeners. And if not all, maybe just Kenny. And that's worth it. So patreon.com slash jjbpod is how you make us do things. Let's say some thank yous. Okay, thank you so much, Colin. Shungun. Hentai homie. I love Jojo. Ooh. Daniel. Dalton. Kasun. Lord Zenda. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Kenny. Mirror Man. Tim. Martin. Aquosus. Christian. And Chad. That was Ooh, beautiful. That sounded good. Yeah. yeah I tried. Was I was like, I'm going to see if I can do a little harmony. Because beautiful. Sometimes it doesn't sound good, but it's interesting. Mm. Anyway, thanks, mm. everybody. Thanks for supporting JoJo's yeah. Bizarre Podcast. Okay. Are you going to talk about this anime? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Saga of Tanya the Evil, or as it's called in Japanese, Yojo Senki. Which means, means Military Chronicles of the Little Girl okay. or Little Girl Military Chronicles. Much, Ooh, much better name. I like that better. Yeah, it, all, it explains what it is. Yes. Uh, it conveniently, like even, I'm glad they got to it really quickly in the beginning, but I was like, okay, so this is like military stuff. And then they were like, oh, they have mages. And I was like, uh, okay, so it's that kind of thing too. That's basically how it's, so it's, yeah, that's how it starts. Like it starts like, okay. Military, and I'm like, all right, we're watching a war. We're watching like Saving Private Ryan or whatever the anime, and then there's mages. <laughs> yeah, there's magic as technology. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, but they just deployed a a little troop of mages to help or whatever. Um, and, and so we're like, okay, I guess there's mages. It's war. It's like old timey war and mages, and then fucking Tanya comes out, and you're like. Okay, and they there are like little children and grown men fighting in this war. It looked yeah. like mostly like normal, you know, like who you would normally see in a war movie, just like military dudes of age over eighteen, 
men in like military garb and then you have like a fucking elementary school kid yeah and a little baby and a girl with big baps that can barely stay inside of her her military coat <laughs> keeps wanting to focus on the show keeps wanting i was to focus i was like how, how old is she i was like guys what are we doing here um but yeah this this anime came out in 2017 winter of 2017 uh, debuted alongside uh, season two of Konosuba, which we watched a little bit of, Kobayashi-san's Dragon Maid, which we watched a little bit of, and Little Witch Academia. Uh, it is ranked 666 on my anime list. Mm. Holy funny. shit. And uh, it's evil, evil Tanya. It's evil, and the studio that made it is simply called Nut. N-U-T that's right N-U-T and they also made uh, how stylistically how do they write their name is it all caps is it all lowercase all caps okay got it they also made Decadence and the later latest FLCL series FLCL alternative shoegaze is it based on a manga this show no this is based on light novels okay so that's novels of pure light yeah, it's really hard to look at them for too long. Mm. Um, you just know that light novels, they love writing shit where you just for pages and pages, they tell you corporal became lieutenant, lieutenant <laughs> became captain, captain. I love it. Was killed in action. You're like, wow, I'm keeping track. Uh, Yeah, and this is oddly in not Germany in the 1920s. And so they say it's World War One. World's War One ended in the teens. Right, but this is like an alternate yeah. universe. So it's like Germany keeps fighting. They all keep fighting. Because of the magic. Because the magic keeps it going. Yeah. They didn't have to surrender. Because um, I am watching it. I'm like, oh, a little uncomfortable. Because she's baby Hitler. <laughs> she's a little baby Hitler a little bit. Um the Japanese sometimes will just like do stuff that has to do with World War II Germany military mm-hmm. and you're like guys what are we doing <laughs> well that it's was just the military we're into yeah. and that was their side you know in the war it was their side but how often do they really just do stuff where they're like we were doing cool stuff too as an imperial force I don't know if they do <laughs> are they just laundering it through other people I don't know um but it is weird to me. This is a nerdy thing. But I feel like they're firing their rifles as though they're semi-auto. And I think back then you'd have to pull the bolt every time you fire a round. So I was a little like, hey, hang on. Maybe that's magic too. It, I mean, it must be. It makes no sense. They need these little rifles. The, the <laughs> rifle has no like glass. There's no zoom on it. They're just firing through the iron sights. But because of magic, they make huge explosions. Yeah, it rules, though. It's kind of like having your cake and eating it, too. It's like, do you want to see old school military weaponry? You're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, but what if it made big rainbow explosions? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do that, too. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I like the action in this show, too. I think it, it they, they really did a good job with the explosions and the sound. Mm-hmm. Good looking show. The slow-mo. The, the whole first episode, I was distracted because I was like, why is this? How did this? Who, why is anyone taking this baby seriously? Who let them get promoted? Like, there's got to be somebody who's like, how did this baby get become the leader? And I've been here for, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, they, they all are pissed off at her. Yeah. They do have trouble listening to her. 
I was just, it didn't seem that way in the first episode. It seemed like she was well established, you know? Like, she, just she imagine when our kids are fighting in global conflicts <laughs> using magic yeah. a few short years from now. Yeah. And it was also just like, why, why just like, why? It's just like it, like everything else seems like kind of not realistic because there's magic, but like kind of realistic. And then you have the baby. So the whole first episode, I was just like, and I say baby because she's the voice she was making was a baby voice. I wanted to hear the voice in different languages. So he turned on English and Spanish and like the English and Spanish voice actors both make her sound like a kid, but not like a baby. I feel like the Japanese voice actress is really just like, I'm a little baby. I'm going to kill you. You know, like <laughs> they're good. The Japanese are just good at that. They know how to get a girl who's like probably four ten. To get in the booth and just be like, I'm a little girl, but I have magic. <laughs> but then works. she's saying like, murder them, but like, murder them or did, something. I don't did, know. I did can't you do guys it. have the impression that this was going to be an isekai? No. No. And I'm sort of like still grappling with Because <laughs> it's not like any other isekai, right? Like, I guess like I have a very narrow conception of what right, we're not experts but yeah i guess it is so let's talk about that where did this baby come from where who is tanya this baby was a japanese salary man in present day who's or, kind of evil <laughs> who's yeah who's an asshole yeah but he was we all know this guy it, it but it also seemed like like in in, the, in his narration he was like trying to explain he's just kind of like I just do my job, you know, like, but all it, 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 he was kind of like saying both at the same time, like, you know, he's like, I just follow the rules. I'm just going to do my job, you know, and I might do bad things and that's just part of the job. But then at the same time, it seemed like he liked doing those things. Like he liked kind of being an asshole. Yeah, he's, and he's he, sort of like, this is easy and I don't have to think. I just do what I'm told right, and but I do he it well. Doesn't, like he, he has leeway. He can give people a break and he doesn't, you know? Yeah. yeah. He's pretty amoral, and it seems like his job is, like, literally firing people. Yeah. He's in HR, and in Japan, they give you a little book that's like, how to find a new job when they fire you, mm. which he briefly yeah. does in this. Um, yeah, he's like, you know, I've learned how to make myself quite va valuable. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So the, the, in the beginning, he has, like, a meeting with some guy. I'm already, I'm just skipping episode two. I mean, do we, do we want to talk about episode one you mean more? episode one? Well, by the way, I just want to say I knew it was an isekai, but I was watching and I was like, okay, they didn't show like a truck coon. Yeah. So I was like, is she going to die in this magical thing? And then she gets oh. reborn as something else? Or what's the deal? And then as it goes on, you're like, oh, okay. Someone must be reincarnated into her. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm skipping to episode two to explain who she is. And then maybe we can go back to episode one. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Um so it starts out he's he's uh it's 2013, right? What's the year? It yeah, says 2013. It, yeah, 2013. It's 100 years from when she will have been born. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so he's like firing someone. He's like, "Why should the company continue to employ you?" And uh yeah. Uh um, He doesn't try. He doesn't like say uh 
He doesn't try to make them feel better about it at all. He's like, well, listen, you know, the company doesn't care that you have a kid that you're trying to put through college or whatever. The guy had some story that he was like, no, you can't fire me. I need a job. Um, and they were like, yeah, well, sorry. You were late once. So bye. Um, and then he, he's waiting for the subway, I guess, going home. And the guy that he just fired pushes him in front of the subway train and we it's, it seemed like he was going to kill him but then time freezes and then all the people in the subway are talking uh about stuff um they're all talking to each other like saying oh humans have no empathy and they do not obey the laws of the universe and all this stuff to me i thought it was aliens at first because it was talking about people like humans do this and that, you know, it was very like removed. You're from... talking about the slow-mo when all the different voices are coming out. Yes. And one of them was a pigeon. Yeah. I, I like that funny. pigeon the most. I thought, I thought this was a really cool sequence, a really cool use of surreal imagery to prove like this is divine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or so we're, so we're supposed to, be- this person, this thing claims that it is God, but he doesn't believe it, even though like time has stopped and everyone in the subway is talking to him. Like, yeah, and what, then, does he, and what does then, he believe? He's like, you're it, a demon. And then it reincarnates him and he still doesn't believe it? What is he? <laughs> like, come on, yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't understand how you can be an atheist after having spoken to God. Yeah. Well, maybe he's like, because I can understand that he's sort of like, all right, well, somebody has magical, otherworldly abilities, but that doesn't mean you created me and I have to pledge fealty to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Maybe it is fucking <laughs> aliens. He, no, he says, like, I reject God's existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should be more open to it. Yeah, once it's talking to you. Just, I guess he's just being a prick. Like, yeah. You know, just trying to s- stick his thumb in this deity's eye. But it seems like a bad idea. And, th- and then at one point he's like, maybe it's the devil because God wouldn't let X, Y, and Z happen. I don't know what. Um, and anyway, so then the this deity is like, uh, I am what causes people to be reborn. Um, but I'll make an exception for you. You shouldn't be reborn because reincarnating people without faith is a waste of time. And they keep talking and eventually this deity comes to the conclusion. Uh, so you lack faith because you live in a world where everything is taken care of and you're not in dire straits. So I'm going to re dire and straits. So I'm going to, I'm going to reincarnate you in a place where, shit's really hard and you are in dire straits and we'll see if you'll believe in something um yeah and then he tells them if you die again there won't be a second second reincarnation so do this uh i i would push him know, on this make, make the most i would be this. like bullshit and i'd kill myself <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then he wakes up uh as a little baby girl uh named tanya in an orphanage um and that's the origin story in the in a church, not an orphanage, I guess, in a a nunnery or whatever. Um, so that's that. The first episode went like so that was episode two, but like the first episode, we kind of jump right in, and we learn that there are mages, and I thought that it was just like the children were mages, and then the grown men were the ones with the guns. Like, that's why I thought, like, oh, maybe the children have to fight and it's, like, Gundam <laughs> where the children have to fight for some reason. Mm. Like, okay, if all the children are mages, then maybe that's why they are brought in. But um, that's not quite it. Because I, I thought I thought the other girl was also maybe a kid, but she's not. And Tanya was just, like, the biggest baby. But no, it's just Tanya's a kid. Everybody else is What an made adult. you realize she was an adult? Uh, When 
Tanya was the obviously the only baby. Like when there were no other kids, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, then she's just a girl. <laughs> I thought she was like maybe like an older teenager or so, like you know, like a teenager or something. Um, but then, yeah, when I was like, when I realized, oh, there's there are actually aren't any other kids, so it's just like those two mages. One of them happens to be a child. Both of them are girls. You guys clocked that she's like ten years old when she's like on yeah. the front lines giving people orders. Mm-hmm. She's ten or nine. It's twenty. It's nineteen twenty-three, but she hasn't had her tenth birthday yet. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't yeah. listen to her. I thought she was younger than ten. I thought she was like five. No, 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 Come, Jackie. That's unrealistic. Come on. What are you talking about? You have about? to be at least ten years old to join a military. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Five do you guys remember? Crazy. Do you guys remember what you were like when you were ten? I was pretty similar. To I her, barked, I barked a lot of oh, orders. I dressed in military regalia. I had an aho gay. Okay. She has that stupid hair that like goes. Wah. Okay. It's an aho gay. That's a cowlick. Cool. Yeah, but aho means like idiot, so I think it's sort of like a dumb dumb hair thing. But basically, a ten cowlick. is like fourth, fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade. I don't think I was like anything. I like to draw. Um, I was very spacey. I, I couldn't, you couldn't put me in the military. I would not be useful. I would just like, I would just draw. I would just draw my uniform and like not do anything. Yeah, I don't really have any memory of what I was like. I remember Did things. I exist? Yeah, you might not exist if you don't remember fifth grade. Whoa. Do you remember who your teacher was? Yeah, Miss Boyle. Okay. Yuck. She would mix me up with another Asian kid. <laughs> Did you know what was happening? Did I know what was happening when she was mixing me up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were like, we're both Asian. (laughs) This bitch. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, yeah. I wrote down she's like Santa baby. (laughs) What? (laughs) That Tanya is like Santa baby. Santa baby. You know the Santa baby song? Because of her high little voice? Because of her. We'll hurry down the chimney tonight. Yes. I, I thought Santa Baby was sung by like Marilyn Monroe or somebody being slutty. Yeah, yeah but like a little that's what you said. But like a baby yeah, it's slut. It's trying to be like a sexy baby. Sexy babies. All right. If that's a word you guys can put together, fine. It's totally it's a, a thing. Term. Everybody knows yeah. what that is, Mark. I don't like She's it. Not, the tiny's not sexy though. She's just evil. Yeah, Google sexy baby right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's gonna be uh that scene from Mean Girls. I think. Mm. Um, I like. Oh that- yeah, I wrote down. I guess I'm sexist and ageist because I can't get past this little baby. Like I wasn't paying attention to the show. I was like, why are they listening to this baby? <laughs> well, that's the thing. In episode one, they show her when she's like part of a military academy. She almost like maims a guy's face with a bayonet, and they. That stop was episode her. two. That was episode two. Yeah, because episode two is where they actually tell you what it, they give you the context. Episode one is do they just throw you into it? Yeah. Like in the middle of like her already being an established, like respected whatever her role is, general or whatever, commander. So yeah. Episode two also has a poster on the train in twenty thirteen on the train station platform for Overlord, which is a popular I think it's an isekai, but the setting is like He's a character in an MMO whose server has shut down and he's just trapped in there. Sounds kind of cool. Wait, what is that? It's a it's, it's an a, anime. Oh. But I don't know cool. if it's an isekai. I don't know if he's reborn in the game like uh, Konosuba or something. Mm. Do all isekais take place in the same universe? I think that's impossible. 
There's probably an isekai where it's like everyone is coming from different corners of the universe. And everybody's a fucking vending machine. So episode one, there were like some mages that disobeyed an order and they got sent to yeah, the back. Harold and some other asshole. Yeah. And, Fuck them. And they died at the end. Yeah, because she's like, she puts them, she at first tells them to go home, but they're like, we can't. We want to die for our country. And then she transfers them to a pillbox, which is a stationary concrete base that you can shoot out of. And then at the end of the episode, you hear that they died. And that girl, is the girl the one with the Russian name? What is her name? Yeah. Blia- Serebriak- Serebriakov. Blyatkov. Got it. Um, and she's like, oh, Harold and whatever died. And Tanya's like, yeah, pillboxes are usually going to blow up because they're stationary and people know what they are. And she's like, did you send them there to die? And Tanya's like, ha, 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 I'm evil. <laughs> Is that how she laughs? Nah, but I, I, I think it was implied that she would. <laughs> that uh, she would laugh that way? Yeah. Hey, did you guys notice that the seasons of this show start with S28? Yeah, why did why? I uh I have no fucking idea. The only oh, guess I have is like maybe the salary man died at like when he was twenty seven or twenty eight and it's like his twenty eighth year is being spent as a child. I don't know. Hmm. Miles, how do you say twenty eight in German? Acht und zwanzig. Uh doesn't doesn't ring any bells for me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, at the end they say that she is a monster in the form of a little girl of that first episode. It's the the other people. Yeah, Colonel Rerugen, because he served with her in the academy or mm. something. She wasn't yeah. that monstrous. She was just going to maim a guy's face. She needs to make a name for herself. Um, he deserved it. And at the end of the episode, it always says, this is fiction and has no relation to the real world. It's like, or anything. It's like no relation to the real world or people. Or anything. Magic isn't real. Reincarnation isn't real. It doesn't. It, it says all that. And our protagonist is careful to say in episode two, he's like, this is like a country that was in my timeline. <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of being like, just so you know, guys, we don't think Germany had flying children. Mages. Do they say the name of the country that they're No, they for? just call it the empire. The empire in the, versus the republic or whatever. Yeah. And they do show a map and it looks like Europe. So... <laughs> it's yeah, like it looks exactly like Europe. Right. And they kind of they have interesting text. Like the font is not the Roman alphabet. What can you They do? call uh oh yeah, it's yeah, it's a different language. And then the the enemy they're fighting is the Entente Republic. Oh yeah, I think they do say Entente. Cuz yeah, isn't Which, triple is triple means. Entente the allies basically of World War 1? Oh yes. Okay, uh, I keep jumping around in the order of this, but we talked about episode one, so now I'm going to jump back to episode two and finish talking back about Back to two, back to the episode. Two, 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 two. Two, two, two. Um, yeah, so where we left off on episode two, wait till I just went up to, and she's reincarnated as a little baby girl. Um, this is in 1913. We learn, and she's in a church or something. Um, they're in war. Uh, they do tests on her at the orphanage and, uh, she has aptitude as a mage. Um, one thing that I, uh, maybe appreciate, I don't know. She's a 10 year old girl. She normally, 
I feel like normally these shows, like if it's a guy who's like reincarnated in a girl's body, there's a lot of like, oh no, women are undressing in front of me and I'm a horny, but I'm a, you know, I'm a little girl, you know, like, but they don't, they don't do any of that. He's just. Yes, that's a very good point. They're not, they don't do any of that. The only thing they do do <laughs> is at the end of episode two and three, and we didn't stick around for one, but post credits, there's just fun, awkward scenes where they dress her up in girly clothes and she's like, she's not comfortable with it. Mm. But she does look cute. (laughs) Yeah, that's important. But it's not like, you know, pervy or anything. Yeah, it's just funny. Uh, It's played for laughs. Um, And so she she has aptitude as a mage and she sees that as her ticket out. Um, So she volunteers for the military um, and she, her whole plan is to live a nice, easy life on the rear where it's safe. So she doesn't want to be on the front line. She doesn't want to actually be fighting. She just wants to be in the back, uh, I don't know, doing tactical shit. Right, which is the opposite of what um, being X, the voice that spoke to him and reincarnated him wants. Being X says, we're going to make you a believer, so we want you to be in a, a, a time of strife right, and stress and danger. And so he's sort of showing why this being wants to do that to him because he's just trying to get to a comfortable I'm going to have a cushy military job where I don't really fight. Yeah. Um I guess they're I like I'm just thinking about how like when you're like in trouble where you're like afraid for your life and stuff or you just like you're in an impossible situation, I think you're more likely to pray because like there's so much out of your control that you just like even if you don't believe, you're like I need to like let me ask somebody for something, you know? I think that's like kind of what they're going for. But if he doesn't feel like anything's out of his control, then he's not going to do it. He's not going to not going to believe or want to believe or pretend to believe. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So they, for some reason, make her the teacher, like the instruct instructor, like really fast. And th- yeah, because she's like super gifted. Yeah. So they make her an instructor. And like that's that's when they show like her students are like, we have to listen to this kid. Is this serious? Sorry, I can't take her seriously. Which I'm like, okay, finally, like that's relatable. But also, how did she fucking get there in the first place? Like, I don't know who would put her in that position. Well, you, know? you got to remember, this is also like magic is a special kind of natural, like aptitude, and so it is something you could just be born with. And people should listen to you because you know the ways of magic. And but an instructor like. I don't care. Like, I don't care how well, much also of a little her baby personality is that she's a twenty-something-year-old, thirty-something-year-old man mm-hmm. reincarnated. So maybe it's just the way she talks and stuff. They're like, I just think she gets it. She can explain what she's doing <laughs> in specific step-by-step ways, and even though it looks weird, she could teach people. But I think they're good at assessing her. I mean, good for them for being like very non-biased because I think that like. Yeah. If, even if a 10-year-old was qualified to teach people, I don't think that they would get the job just because they're 10. I don't know. Like, even <laughs> if they could do the job, like, you gotta, you just gotta wait until you're at an age where you can work <laughs> and be, like, respected. <laughs> it's really just the best person for the job, even if they're a 10-year-old girl. Yeah. Amazing. They mentioned things being a meritocracy. Like does, so. does, does this 
does this army even take i mean i guess they do take women but like there's like not a lot of women in the army so to have like a woman a, a little baby girl in like the a baby young, girl in like a leadership <laughs> position is interesting what a progressive army the germans had for sure they really did yeah really. great dei yeah <laughs> Pronounced die. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I wrote down here: rule followers make a good soldier and Nazi, I guess, <laughs> which is probably true. Not a Nazi hey, yet. They're not Nazis yet. <laughs> they're just sowing the seeds of failure that lead to Nazis later. Listen, if they had won the war, there wouldn't have been any Nazis. Maybe we, we should go back in time forever. and give. The who are the bad guys named in World War One? I? I don't know. Cool the Coolio. No, is it World War One fought over some dumb shit? Like they assassinated somebody, and then everyone was yeah. like, "I gotta back up my boy." And then they just like all got it's, trench foot, staying in these nasty wet trenches, and all these people died. It's a famously dumb war. Mustard gas, fucking you up. It's, Stupid. It's the central powers. Uh, Germany, the Austria-Hungary, the Ottoman Empire, and Bulgaria. Wait, they were all together? Yeah. How the fuck did they lose? How did the Ottoman Empire, Austro-Hungary, and Germany lose? Idiots. Uh, Because they were up against the U.S. fucking A. Is that really true? Ever heard of it? Were we one of the main forces in that war? We probably came later. We were the number one force in every war in human history, Mark. That's not true. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it is, Derek. <laughs> uh, her code name is Fairy O Eight. Yeah, Fairy O Eight. They uh, thankfully, yeah, they they don't have her go like, I don't want to be a fairy. I'm not a little fairy girl. Instead, she's like, All right, fine. This is Fairy Zero Eight. <laughs> I don't really get how the magic works in this because they're like, it's machines. You have a computation crystal, but like they fly around and shit. Yeah, I think they have to explain it still, and it seems like the kind of show that will excruciatingly explain it. You think so? I'm surprised. I would have thought they they did a whole little monologue about like the crystals were quickly discovered, mm. blah blah blah, and all that. Maybe they haven't gotten it. There's a lot to explain. There is a lot to explain, and I really wonder where it's going to go. But I believe the light novel series is still going on. Uh, oh. After this 12 episode series, they did a movie. And they've announced a second season that is coming out. Um, so it's fairly successful. And uh, I just looking at Wikipedia, it seems like there's some hints about other people that were reincarnated mm. into this timeline. But yeah, I mean, what if they're like, and therefore we don't need an Adolf Hitler. We don't need anybody like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I don't this really... evil girl is going to prevent a genocide. But I don't really know if no, World War One Germany was that cool either. What if it's just it just becomes what if Hitler was a little girl who rose up the military <laughs> ranks? Well, would you like her? What if she was a war hero in World War One? <laughs> would I be able to tell you that I wouldn't like her better? No. <laughs> what if she? What if Hitler was a little cutie patootie? <laughs> You'd at least go see her speak. You might be like, wait, she says what? How far into the? How many episodes is this season? Is twelve. Okay, so how far into it do you think that she starts like ranting about how, the Jews? I don't know. I I think like, that, like she six? would have to die, and the whole thing would have to collapse and be depressing, and then then someone has to start ranting. 
<laughs> okay. I don't think it happens. I don't know. I just imagine my grandfather like deciding to finally haunt me as a ghost. And he's like, what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> and you have to explain to him. He's like, I told your father never to buy a BMW, but you're watching this cartoon. BMW, <laughs> not Volkswagen? Uh, yeah, you're it's right. You're same. right. But it, th- I think they both were, were part of. But, but yeah, you're right. Volkswagen is more closely associated with Nazis. Yeah. I think my grandfather just didn't want my dad to buy any German car. Yeah. Uh, and he never did. Instead, he went with the good guys in World War II, Japanese car manufacturers. Oh. <laughs> What's up, Honda Nation? They make good cars. They, it's just a solid investment. They, they last the, a long time. The, the, they keep ja- going. The Japanese didn't have uh-huh. Ju- Jews in concentration camps, right? Yeah, they but they like captured and experimented on Chinese people. But not Jews. Well, yeah. I'm but talking about. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about. That's a, this is a good point. I'm talking Jackie. about for your family. Well, connection. maybe. Well, this is why Japan is okay with like flirting with Japanese military <laughs> stuff. They're like, we did bad stuff and we have to apologize as a nation. But like, whatever the Germans did, I don't know. They just look like cool military guys. <laughs> they had a society. Wow. Anyway. Anyway. Leave it all in. <laughs> I'm leaving no, it. Yeah, this is great. Great stuff. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I don't remember how she gets in this situation. First, first of all, first of all, the mages, they just fly around in the sky. They just fly but and they, they can also shoot shield. each other. They're cool. And they just shoot each other in the sky. They can shield and... They can mega gun. Yeah, when they fire their guns, it makes them like grenade launchers, basically. Because mm-hmm. it should just be one little bullet that hits one person, but instead it's like a giant like artillery strike. Um. Anyway, so she, I think, cool. I think this starts because she sh- flies up to, I don't remember, but she ends up in a situation where she's by herself and the other, and en- the enemy forces, like there's just like a bunch of them. They have her outnumbered and she calls, she calls it in and she's like, Hey, these guys are here. They're going to attack me. And her, her instructions are to hold them off for 600 seconds. And she's like, oh, that's bad. I should just retreat. And they're like, nope, you got to do it. Those are your orders. And so she's like, fuck. And so she single-handedly does a, I don't know, she zips around. She does not get shot. She manages to kill a couple and wound, I think, their leader. Yeah. And she does like kind of a suicide bomb where she like grabs a guy and like detonates her magic crystal. And as she's falling to the ground she's like this is perfect i like did a big thing and now i'm injured and i can be done you know being on battlefield yeah so her plan was to make it seem like she was like really fighting and really giving it her all i mean she did fight and she did wound them and and kill some of them and stuff but then she like kind of found her like escape hatch which was to make this explosion happen and then fall and make it seem like you know that that she would have kept fighting if only for that um, but it's it's her way out. Um, and um, she wakes up in like a hospital bed and everyone's so impressed with her and they're going to give her a Silver Wings medal. Right. Um, and she's like, oh, they're treating me like an ace. I didn't want this. Like, I didn't want to be like, I don't know. I just wanted to get out of there. Um, I, I hope that doesn't mean they're going to put me on the front lines. Um 
and that's episode two. And by the way, all of the mages flying around and shooting, it's basically that they instead of having the first air like airplane war fighting, which is what World War One had a lot of, I believe, they were like, well, let's just have cute little anime people running around in the sky. Mm-hmm. And there's no planes. I like that better. It is cool. Like, I think that if you were, you know, like it's, I think that's my thing with Gundam too. Like, I think if everybody was just fighting without the, without the vehicles, I, I would like it a lot better. I like the more personal, like man to man, like fighting. Okay. That's what I like. Cool. So. Well, you just want to see people get their guts sucked out in the vacuum of space, huh? Did that happen? That's what Gundam would be if you're not inside a big robot. You're getting sunburned and frozen. Yeah, I want that. Okay. (laughs) Or like you you just wear a little spacesuit that's like on your body and not like you're not in a giant body. Yeah. You know? There's a Cowboy Bebop episode where Jet's in a spacesuit and they play drum and bass. That's cool. Uh, I was looking up stuff to, I was like double checking like, did they have airplanes in World War One? And, uh, there's some names yeah. here. It's where the Red Baron's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, peanuts. In Austro-Hungary, they had several unarmed planes called Fokkers. Mm, meet the Fokkers. F-O-K-K-E-R. Oh. Fokker B-I, Fokker B-2. And they had loners and, oh, they had a bunch of Lloyds. Hmm. Sweet. Shout out to Lloyd. Shout out to Lloyd. Um, episode three, she's like, don't send me to the front lines. Uh, I don't, I didn't really, I don't think I took good notes here because I don't really remember this one. Um, I didn't really care. She doesn't get sent to the front. She gets sent to like, to this place where she has to test a brand new computation. Oh yeah. 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 I think you tell like, okay. So in the beginning she's like getting orders or something like getting her placement from a guy and he's like. You know, it'd look really bad if we put you on the front lines and then and so we're not going to do that. And then he's like, oh, I can tell you're disappointed. And (laughs) she's like, no, you know, I'll go wherever, you know, it's just an honor to serve the empire. And yeah. And then so they 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 send her to the rear to test the new jewel. And it's very dangerous. And she's flying all crazy. And she like blows up like she explodes. And she writes a request to transfer. um, And they approve it. Um, and I don't know where she transfers to because she's still testing stuff. Yeah, I forget how this happened, how this works. But yeah, somehow she's doing something this dangerous and then she gets put with a doctor who's trying the, the Type 95 new metal. I didn't really find this that interesting. How she's just like, you're too dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Well, the God thing talks to her again this episode. And, and X. Uh, being X. Out and of the fucking nutcracker. Out of a nutcracker. And it's telling her, <laughs> it's like, listen, I'm going to make it hard for you. And I'm making it hard for and you. She's like, whatever. Oh, you're dumb. I don't, I don't need to listen to you. You're not God. You're not my mom. You're not my dad. Um, And <laughs> he's like, man, now every time you use your magic, you have to pray to me. Ha <laughs> ha. Which is, I feels like such a childish thing. <laughs> but I, he's like, I, it's like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna beat this into you, basically, until you believe. Um, it is childish. Yeah, and that's it. And she hates it, but she has to do it. And 
then at the end, she's on a train. And it seemed like she thinks she won. Like, she's like, haha, I beat God. <laughs> but they're selecting her for a special rapid response unit. And I think that sets up the first episode that we saw. Okay. This is all out of order. We should have seen, like, I think we should have done, like, two, three, and then one. Would have been in order that made more sense, would make more sense to me. Uh, This is from the author of the light novels, Carlo Zen, about, like, the main nation here. The empire in this story is based on a what-if scenario where the German empire unified under the Großdeutsche Lösung, the greater German solution, so that all German-speaking peoples came together under one state. If people had managed to continue throughout the 1910s and war broke out later, during the years between World War I and World War II, how would things be different? In that scenario, there wouldn't be any room for a demagogue like Hitler to come into power. He does not explain how magic crystals exist. I've noticed. They, just, they exist. Okay. Uh, but he does call it the Fatherland and the Reich. It's a Reich. It's not, it's not the second, it's not the third. It's just, just one of them. It's a uh, Reich. It's the Empire. What else we got? That's all I got to say. Uh, to they do a lot of jargon about the crystals. They keep ta- calling them computational, but I don't know what computations have to do with making big rainbow boom booms. Mm-hmm. That's not just computation. They're just cool crystals. Huh. Um, I'm still trying to figure out why it's S28. Maybe it's just Crunchyroll being a dumbass. <laughs> That's what I think. They're a dumbass about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like this television program? I kind of did. I don't know if it's entirely my thing. It's not my thing, but it was a fun time. Yeah, and I, I liked the action. I liked an episode one where she slashes that guy's head off. In like slow mo, you just see him just get slashed apart from her bayonet. That was pretty sick. Uh, I'm gonna keep watching it. It's only 13 eps, and I th- I think I liked it. Uh, oh, cool! It's it's like it's a different premise. It takes itself pretty seriously. I don't know if I like Tanya herself. Yeah, but I I I found the fights really fun. Yeah, Tanya's really not likable well i, I do I'm like, not i'm not really rooting for her i do like that she doesn't want to get on the front line you know because it'd be i'd be i'd be like that is relatable really yeah. out of step with her if she was just like i'm gonna be the best i'm gonna be a general i'm gonna murder people yeah instead she's just sort of like ah, i just kind of want to do my thing true um wow there's a whole huge timeline to this show i'm reading all of it all right just read the timeline don't watch the show. It's pretty long. I bet the show might be shorter. There's a lot of shit here. And there's people here arguing with each other on the comments. People take it serious. Did you guys notice the third episode is called Davis Fult? Mm, I yeah, because that's what the little note appears next to the nutcracker. Yeah. Davis Fult means God wills it, similar to the Arabic Inshallah. Uh, and it was used during the Crusades. And I think the pilgrims used it. Different Christian factions have have said Deus Vult uh, mm. at periods of time. Obviously, the Catholic Church being big with the Crusades and using Latin. But more recently, 
It's become commonly used by right-wing psychos and edgelords on the internet. Oh. Like oh. white supremacist dickheads. I love so that. I was a little weirded out by seeing it, but again, I don't know if that's what the author was going for here. It was just, you know, themes of religion and, you know, zealotry. Mm. I did not make a large tweet chain about it. Uh, wouldn't even be the best platform to to complain about this sort of thing on anyway. That's true. You'd get a bunch of, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, But yeah, this show was cool. Just don't know if I would continue it. Um, But if anything nutty happens, I'd like to hear about it if you do keep watching, Miles. Did you say okay. nutty because the studio is nut? Yeah. Well, I think anything that happens in this anime is going to be nutty. Okay. Because nut works on it. Yes. And if, if like- There's no creamy. Not creamy, hazel nutty. If they had Chunky. like, if they like happen to be playing this at like a convention or something, the movie that came out after season one, I'd go watch it. You know, it'd be okay. fun. And you could sit next to like regular people who don't know what it's about and they'd be like, is that a fucking little girl? <laughs> and then you could lean in and go, actually, uh, she's a reincarnated. This is called an isekai. Be a good I time. don't really know what that is. <laughs> Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, Twitter, you can follow us there, or whatever it's called, if it still it's still exists. It's called X now? X. Uh, yeah, Professor Xavier runs it. We are at JJBpod. Uh, there's also a Discord for this podcast that a listener started. If you want to join, the invitation to do so is in the description of this podcast episode. You can, of course, email us any alternate history isekais you recommend, or... Any thoughts you have about anime we've watched or will watch, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com is how you do that. Um, let's talk about what we're going to watch next week. Because I don't think we have anything in the hopper. Uh, Miles, I will tell you, we were thinking about, we kind of want to rewatch Akagi, the crazy Mahjong anime. But you don't know that much about Mahjong. No. So I was kind of thinking maybe we should carve out some time to do like the three of us and M, unless M like really does not give a shit about Mahjong. Mm -hmm. If we just got on a call one of these nights, we could just play Mahjong online. Okay. And then maybe watch an anime about it. One of these Um, okay. When are you? Is it also fun if I don't know anything about Mahjong though? I think it's less fun. Okay. Maybe it's a future thing. Yeah, for this week, this weekend, I don't know if we're going to do an episode. Let's skip I it. I might just stream on Monday night or something. Yeah, because we have, we have a lot going on this weekend. Maybe next Monday is when I'll stream Cruising, the slasher movie. We'll see. Uh, next week, the podcast is going to take the week off because we've got a birthday party to do. We've got Thanksgiving to ruin. Uh, so might do something in the discord or, or on a Twitch stream kind of half-assedly make it up to you, but don't expect a new podcast episode next week. Uh, if you have a, a anime that you would like us to watch, of course you can go to patreon.com slash JJB pod to make us do it. Or you can just suggest it on any of the previously mentioned platforms. Cause right now we don't have anything in the queue. Uh, so until next week or the week after, remember, Stay out of the sky unless you can fly. Goodbye.
say goodbye. Bye. Great job. Great job. <laughs> <laughs>